Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. My name is Elisa Keaton. You're about to move your body. Well, I hope so. That's we invite you to move your body while hearing, studying, listening to, meditating upon, I like to call it meditational movement to God's Word. You might ask, well, how is this different than any other podcast that I would hear, you know, faith-based podcast? It's action. <laughs> I think that's where Revelation Wellness picks up. We, we hear the word and we think it, it, I believe it's meant, it's active, it's alive. It should do something through us if we're willing to do something with it. And that's what we love to hear about how you guys are doing that. Some of you are mowing your lawn. Some of you are uh, running, hiking, biking, grocery shopping. I think the point is that you are connecting to the fact that there's an energetic force behind you. And that's the Holy Spirit in you. And he's excited to partner with you today with his word to renew your mind and your body and your soul, every part of you. The gospel is a holistic message. You can't give God your heart and keep your body to yourself. That's what Elizabeth Elliot says, and we couldn't agree more. So we're going to do an interval workout today. You are invited into this. If you want to do more working out with us and different ways, different capacities. Remember, we really truly are not about the fitness. We are not about a before and after picture of you. I'd much rather see the before and after, if I could, of your soul, of your spirit, of your hopes, of your dreams, of your faith. That's what matters most to me. If we focus, that's first thing first. If we put our energy there, everything else will work itself out. Amen. Your body is going to be your body for your set point, for your genetic design, and the world needs you in your fullness, in your shape, your size, your color, your tone, your personality. It would just kill me to know any of you are trying to conform to an image that you've been fed on the media or in some commercial or whatever it is. We just, that's where we get violent and say, no, sir, no, <laughs> we're going to be fully ourselves. We can only do that as we become fully his. So we'll do that and move our body to it. And I just really believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, changes will happen that couldn't happen if you thought of yourself just as getting head knowledge or even heart knowledge. We want to see body, body agreement and partnership with the gospel because it takes your body as the fullest expression of obedience. I have to exercise what I hear, say what I need to say, do what I need to do, make amends, ask for forgiveness, take a risk. And that, that means my body better get in line. Amen? So you can learn more about us at revelationwellness.org. You can do more working out with us at RevWell TV. Become a partner with us for $10 a month. We will get on mission together to help us use fitness as a tool to spread the gospel message. That's what we're doing. I think God is getting really creative on the earth today. That you're not just going to hear God's word or encounter God's people inside a building. Good place to gather but we need to scatter, and we scatter into the world of fitness. You can also become an instructor if you're someone that goes, gosh, I think, I think I'd like to raise up a community. I think God's putting this on me. I think I could see how this could be like an active community <laughs> of faith-believing people wholeheartedly pursuing God. Then we want to train you as an instructor. Our next instructor training starts in January 2017. Can't believe I'm saying that crazy how fast a year goes and we would love for you to join us so please do go to the website download a packet have a have a 
a uh, conference call or a enrollment conversation with one of our specialists. They would, they just sit and pray and wait to talk with anyone that's interested. All right, intervals. We're going to do what I call over under at today. Um, you're right now on a scale of one to ten. You're probably about a four or five if you're moving your body. And we are going to get to that threshold place, which means it's right at the edge where you, if you were to do more, it wouldn't last more than three minutes or so. Um, it's your comfortably uncomfortable work pace. We're going to work up to that. And then we will play around the rest of the time going over that threshold and under that threshold. You get to choose it. And maybe today your threshold is less than what it usually is. It's just what is the edge for you today that you can comfortably uncomfortably hold <laughs> and then we'll bounce around over and under okay all right it'll make more sense as we get to go right now take a deep breath inhale exhale big and we will start the music in three two one all right here we go Waking up your body, let your spirit take the lead. Say, we're going to go in a hope-filled direction. We're going to smile right now. Everyone, smile. Sometimes we, we've got to just present the countenance. We can't wait for it to come to us. Tell the flesh where to go. You are a son or a daughter of the king that's an amazing thing right there if you're having a hard time finding your joy remember who and whose you are just that's home base start there now we are going to be in matthew 10 16 today all of matthew 10 is just awesome you know why because jesus is sending out, sending out, giving authority to and sending out the disciples. Now don't get this confused with the Great Commission. That's after Jesus' resurrection. This is before Jesus' Super Bowl moment of conquering sin and death and coming back with authority. He has authority now as Emmanuel, God with them, that he sends them. So think about that. It's not like God waits for the perfect moment. He doesn't wait for the perfect version of you. He doesn't wait for the better moment to call you into your purpose. He knows if I give you a purpose right now, you start living as purposed people. You'll probably catch up with the greater, bigger vision. <laughs> Baby steps. So he sends them out in Matthew 10, but it's in Matthew 10, 16 that we are going to camp out on today. This verse, man, it's just been, uh, it just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. And I feel like this is the time, a sign of the times that we're living in right now. This is what we are desperate for beyond identity, because I think that's the first thing we're most desperate for is we forget who and whose we are. But once 
you establish that down, you don't get out of bed until you know who and whose you are, put on your armor. But then it's the whole battle plan. How do we go about this time on earth right now, this culture, this temperature? You're just warming up. I want you to be moving towards breath. You can feel yourself getting breathy. So by the end of this song, feeling warm, scale of one to 10, about a seven. Okay. The scripture says, Matthew 10, 16, Jesus says, behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. That's a great statement. Do you feel that two-handed posture? In one hand, I'm gonna need you to be wise as serpents. And on the other, stay as innocent as a dove. Got about another minute here. We're gonna do our first over. Your heart rate, you'll take the spark plugs to your heart rate. You are sent out today, wise and innocent. This is why it's important that we purify our hearts and purify our minds all the time. 24-7, because if I don't, things just get cluttered up in me. Be as wise as a serpent. Now, Jesus would not tell them to be something if he didn't already give them the ability. He's saying, access this, be this. I've already called you mine. I've already put this in you, wisdom and purity. He tells them with the authority, you're going to drive out unclean spirits and you're going to heal every disease and affliction. You, you are. Over. Go. Push. I want you to an eight, get to your threshold. At threshold, you're at. Pull back. Under. So this is in verse seven. Actually, verse six. Jesus tells them that they'll drive out unclean spirits and heal every disease and affliction. He gives them the keys to do that. So I have this question, when's the last time you prayed to go to work like this? Hey God, give me the, give me the need today to clean a dirty situation, to heal a hurt. And trust me, you see this, the spirit of depression, anxiety, restlessness, you see it. You're living in it right now. 
You're surrounded with people that have depression, anxiety, restlessness. Over. Go. This is why we train. Come on. You're audience of one. And some days you probably feel like an army of one. Under. Under. Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Listen, I'm going to probably ruffle some feathers today because the gospel that I'm preaching is the full gospel. I'm not going to pick and choose the words. I'm going to do the ones that we scratch our head and go, Really, God? Really? That's like me being a personal trainer and you seeing the, the big Olympic squat rack and me going, Oh, no, that's not for you. Everything in the gym is for you. Go over. Nothing is too far out of your league. Nothing's too hard. Nothing's impossible. The gospel calls you higher, bigger, glory to glory, faith to faith, healing to healing, resurrection to resurrection, dead things to living things. Keep pushing, come on. Under. Jesus gives them authority to drive out unclean spirits and to heal every disease and affliction. And you see this around you. You see people afflicted. And I think here in America, it's more of a spiritual affliction. We've pushed out God and we've welcomed in the little G God of money, the little G God of beauty. And you know what? All of those cause us to be unclean, taunted, accused, fearful, they, they drive themselves on fear, not on love. If you peel back enough layers, you'll see their main motivation is fear, not love. And it causes depression, anxiety, restlessness. And yeah, we see afflictions. We see diseases stem from our inner unrest. So you and I have the power, the authority, to bring healing to people. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get to your threshold and stay there for the rest of this song. 
And that's whatever feels comfortably uncomfortable to you. They're equal, they're shaking hands. You can hold it, but you have to think about it. You have to focus. You have to relax your jaw. You have to open your heart. Engage your belly. Stay light in your feet. Right. Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Wise and innocent, Lord. We need that. We'll take that. We'll take it in an extra large economy size for our family and our family's family and their family family. Wisdom and purity. Now listen, you can't make people want this. They'll only want it if they see how they see a sample. Just had a vision of, you know, at Costco or any store you go into where someone's selling a new product. It has to be demonstrated. If it sits in a box, people go, well, that's a cool box. Having no idea how it works. But once they see this incredible mop that you don't have to get your hands dirty and it scrubs, whatever it is, whatever problem it fixes, because that's how a product sells. It fixes a problem then everyone wants it. Amen? Here's what I want you to do. Pull under, under threshold. So take a few steps back. Whew. Wherever you wanna be under. How far under is up to you. Do you wanna take 10 steps back? You want to come down to a five. Ask the spirit. Don't just, don't be afraid to back off too much. And don't be afraid to back off too little. They're not gonna, no one's gonna want what we have unless they see how it works. We're solving a world problem here. Healing hurts and meeting needs. Jesus says in verse seven, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means it's right here. Everyone open your hand. <laughs> it's right there. It's in your hands. Anything within hand's reach is useful. Kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then he says, heal the sick, raise the dead, 
cleanse lepers, cast out demons. He's giving them authority to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, and cast out demons. Now I'm going to say this. I think we're comfortable with one and actually, no, we're only comfortable with one, maybe, the healing of the sick. We like it when we see that happen. We like it when we're, we're kind of comfortably uncomfortable when we see people get well. But in our modern society, we go raise the dead. Really, Jesus? You know, that was probably for the time, ancient times, when they had no hospitals, no medicines, when they were in real need. Okay, maybe. Or, you know, maybe that's for the really spiritual people. Hmm. Notice how we say thank you, no thanks? Just, just say it. Own it. Makes you uncomfortable. Raise the dead. Or how about cleansing lepers? <laughs> Listen, there are parts of scripture that flex and bend. That what happened then is still happening now. It just looks differently. So we apply. Here in America, I, I've never seen a leper. But have I seen shame, people that feel unclean, people that back away from the table because they don't feel like they're enough, that they don't fit in. They've been sent out so many times. The insecurities are rampant. Do I see that? Absolutely. It's leprosy of the heart. And trust me, I've seen skin diseases too, legit. And if you ask me, is that the same Jesus today? Does he still want to do that? Yes. You will get a big, fat, emphatic yes. Because I refuse to part and parcel him. This matters, and I've seen this happen. I have seen healing. So, it's like, I've been exposed to a product that works, so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta have that. <laughs> but I have to press in for it. I gotta pay a cost for it. And some of you say, well, that's not nice of God to make us pay. We say this all the time to people we work with, clients for our instructors. Unless people put skin in the game, it won't be worth it to them. So if I have to sacrifice my dignity, my unbelief, what other people might think of me, so be it. 
He's got my attention. He has my affection. I live for him. And I'll die for him. I've made my non-negotiables. Have you? Make them. Press in till it breaks. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cleanse lepers. Cast out demons. Listen, have you ever met someone sick and you said, can I just pray for you? Have you ever met a sick person, a, a, a suffering person, refuse prayer? If they're really sick, nine times out of ten, they'll say, yes, pray. And the name of Jesus brings hope. And that's all they need. So bring the hope of Jesus. When you see a sick situation, bring the hope of Jesus. You have the authority and the assignment. You don't have to. God's not going to love you less for not doing it. But He sure as heck will show you the more. Raise the dead. That means bring life into dead situations. Speak life over dead situations, whether it's people or circumstances, speak life. Don't make any agreements with what Jesus already conquered. Cleanse lepers. That means bring refreshment to those that feel ashamed. Bring refreshment, invitation, celebration. Bring refreshment of forgiveness, cleansing to those that feel dirty. Everyone, go over. Go. Come on, come on. Come on, pick them up. Three, two, under. And cast out demons. Whether you know this or not, if you're living according to God's word and his love for you, you're doing this all the time. <laughs> you're sentencing Satan and all his helpers and minions back to the pit. So you stay free. Over. Over. Come on. Smile. Wise as serpents. Innocent as doves. Keep over. Under. Hey, I am the truth. Hey, I am the wisdom of the fallen. I'm the you. Hey, I am the greatest. Hey, this is the proof. Hey, I work hard, pray. So while you're going about being you, 
stay wise means sharpen your mind stay sharp keep healing pushing away darkness and sickness uncleanliness over make no partnership with dread or hopelessness you hear that that's how you cast them out say no sir no sir not today you're too heavy to carry around I've carried you far too many years I'm running light now pick up your feet run light come on four three two under be wise Listen to me, say this out loud. Wisdom is already placed in me. Say that. Say this, I am wise. I am innocent. I am the change. All right, friends, listen up. Over-unders, last song. When, now, when the Bible talks about wise, listen, it doesn't mean you're smart. It's of a moral quality rather than an intellectual one. A moral quality. It means I fix my eyes on Jesus. I point my moral compass in His direction. And He's going to walk with me down the path that I need to go. It's the path that he's already traveled before me. And he's left all resources for me on that path as I set my compass where my heart is whole. Go. Over. Go. Over. 10, 9, 8, 6, 4, 2, under. The wise follow the pull of the Spirit. It's down the road that Jesus has already walked and he's left all the resources on the road for you. Ready? Go, over, go. 20 seconds. Come on, come on. Over. Push. Five, four, three, two, under. Woo. Get ready. Go, push, over. Listen, you only have 20 seconds all over. Go. All of it, over, spend it. Say you're worth it, Jesus. You're worth it. Over, five, four, three, two, under. Oh. Wisdom 
it's of a moral quality. That's why the minute that you accept Christ as your savior, he deposits wisdom into you because you're in right standing with him. You, the being, not who you are, not what you think, not what intellectual skills you bring to the gospel, not based on your understanding, even of the gospel itself, but purely on integrity of who you are. Because a good father, he doesn't care what you do. He loves you because you're his blood. <laughs> you're his dream. You were desired, you were wanted, you are thought about. He thinks of you more than there are grains of sand on the ocean floor. Have you ever been to the beach and just pick up a hand of sand and go, how could you possibly think of me this much? How can you possibly have these many thoughts of me, but they're endless of you? I know it should blow your mind. It should rub up against your limited view of love. It should, it must. It's got to blow it open. You're far too big to be limited by your past. The plans for your life are far too big for the small story behind you. So of a moral quality, it means I'm good because he calls me good. I am smart, I'm wise. I, you, Jesus goes on to say, listen, when you're in front of the council and you need to give a word, you gotta, you gotta have a, a case for yourself. Don't worry about what you'll say. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you at that time. See, that rubs up against us too. Cause we're like, well, could you just tell me now? <laughs> He's like, well, that wouldn't be faith. Now would it? You and I wouldn't have relationship. And then I just become your, your master. I, I become someone you pay visit to, get your information and leave. How about you and I walk together? day in and day out. How about you let me show you the wonders of my love along the way? How about we walk down this moral road together? Listen, a moral virtue, a moral quality, it's that place where you go, it's well with my soul. I haven't compromised. I've stayed in truth. I've stayed in the light. And you're gonna have to lose things. <laughs> I just tell you now straight up because listen I'd be a terrible trainer if you came and I said oh yeah you don't have to give up sugar and you don't have to give up <laughs> late night binging you don't have to give those up no they're things that we do and partner with that stumble us down the road when we were meant to run light and free jump and right over the hurdles we see an obstacle and we just jump right over it because Jesus is on the other side or we we tell it command it get out of the way in Jesus name move be wise the wise study his word and the wise know his nature because you study his word you'll know his nature it's like you're gonna pick up on his scent you'll pick up on his scent when you feel confused not sure what to do and you'll know oh, I think he, he's going this way he's going this way and you just keep smelling the aroma of Christ. It's on you. It's because you're with Him. 
in James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, ask, and the Father will give it to you. So if you're like, I don't, I'm still not sure what to do here, God. How do I live in this world and not be swallowed up by it? How do I not compromise myself? He'll show you. Matthew 11:19 says, wisdom is justified by her deeds. I think the Father waits after every obstacle every test we pass and says, good job. Good job, Elisa. Good job, Kristen. Good job. Be as wise. Why, and also why a, a serpent, a snake? In Genesis 3.1, it says that the snake was more crafty than any other beast. Let me ask you, why do you think, why was Satan more crafty than any other beast? Because he had been with Jesus. Remember, the snake was embodied by Satan, who was once a friend of God. So the serpent, Satan, the spirit inside of the serpent, he knew God. He knows the values of the kingdom. He knows how to get into our cracks. He is all about, he's cunning about our cracks. So of course he's crafty, because he had been with Jesus. He was a friend. He's seen things we haven't seen. But we're invited to see them now as friends of God, sons and daughters of God. So we have that same cunning craftiness and wisdom in us, but not for stealing, killing, and destroying, for building up, for life, and for returning back what's been stolen. Whoa. Do you see why Satan can't stand the thought of you knowing who you are and what you have? Friends, we have to become better at playing his game. Be violent with the values of the kingdom. Remember, love is greater than fear. And remember your assignments on, in, on earth. Heal the sick. Bring the hope of Jesus. Raise the dead. Speak the life of Jesus. Cleanse the leper. Bring refreshment. Bring a washing to those who feel dirty. And cast out demons. Sentence Satan, the demons, and destroy hell. You destroy hell. And be as innocent as doves. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is our spiritual leprosy, friends, in the church today. I believe it a thousand ways in all directions. 
that our unforgiveness defiles our hearts, makes us hard and bitter. In order for us to get pure and innocent, we've got to forgive God. We have to forgive those who have hurt us. Keep your heart and your hands clean. Psalm 24, 4, who can ascend God's holy hill? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Innocent as a dove, cleanse yourself from all unrighteousness. Cleanse yourself. Confess your sin. Confess your unbelief. Confess your anger. Confess it quick. Be so quick. This is how wisdom sharpens the moral compass to go, oh, I'm not feeling clean here. I'm feeling stuck. Okay. Let me get pure. Let me purify my mind. And we bring our mind to the throne room and he washes it clean. Be violent with yourself, friends. Be violent with yourself, the hope of Christ, the life of Christ, the refreshment of Christ, and the sentencing of Satan against you. Be wise to what is good and innocent as to what is evil. Romans 16, 9. That's how this works. And Jesus says, be wise as a serpent and as innocent as a dove. He's basically saying, be wise to what is good. What's needed, not what's deserved. What's needed here? What would be a good, how could I add value here? Be wise to that. And innocent. Don't partner with anything. Anything. It's questionable what could be evil. Listen, I know I'm a lot of Tao for some people. That's okay. I bless anyone who's interested in knowing the love of Christ that turns tables upside down, heals hearts, meets needs, raises up spiritual Jedis on the earth today to push back darkness and destroy hell. Wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Father, give us the grace for wisdom today and the cunningness in our own minds, Lord, the clarity to stay pure to what the kingdom's doing. God, we need an incredible grace today. We need an incredible grace that we would show the gospel is good, purpose-filled, useful, effective, freeing, everything that people are hungering for, God. We break off a spirit of religion in Jesus' name. Put us on our feet today. Deploy us on the earth to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, and cast out demons to bring hope to sick and hurting, to bring life where there's dead and dead ends. Refreshment to the weary, the shameful. And may hell know it's destroyed because we are alive. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen.